what's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop, waviest podcast on the planet from the hood. We do it most good. It's your boy, Oss. You can follow me on Twitter, at 10 Stacks. Fellas. What's good, man? This is Lando, the Tackler. You can follow me on Twitter, the Tackler, 1711. Let the motherfuckers in the barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram at be nice two underscores and on Twitter at two underscores be nice. Don't forget you can always listen back to the pod on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud and on Periscope. It's a bunch of different ways you can go. I think maybe on Spotify. I'm not sure because I don't, I don't got that shit. But this week, man, we got a lot to talk about. Um, Celtics sputtering out of control. Uh, the Lakers are a big distraction to everybody. And Robert Kraft got a rubbing tug. And that shit was weird. But first, shout out to Shaking My Heads. Um, who like to start? Who started last week? Either one of y'all like me. All right, be nice you start. Uh, I think first thing I'm doing, I don't know if it's a shout out or shaking my head, but you know, I guess whichever one you take it as. Son, they got to start back work tomorrow. She's been on a hiatus for mm. quite some time, you know, pushing a month. It's fucked up. You got to start on a Friday. You know? What? She work at four or something? No, nah, she had surgery, so she's out of commission. Mm. She got to go back to work on a Friday. It's fucked up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a bad business. She was getting, getting her time off, but now you got to get back in that field. That's kind of fucked up to go back to work on a Friday. Like, you I don't know who decided that. Yeah, you might as well just not work. Just say fuck it. She got to go back tomorrow. That's fucked up. So I guess it's shaking my head, but it's a shout out to it. It's, it's funny. Kinda, you know what I'm saying? It uh, is funny. It's, it's hilarious. Get <laughs> your ass back to work. Uh, I think on a more cheerier note, a uh, couple birthdays. I guess you could say technically tomorrow. So I start with my sister. Mm. Her birthday is actually February 29th, but that's a forgotten day. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. a forgotten day that doesn't really exist. But, you know, the Leap day after year. February 28th, that's our birthday. So your sister really, like, 13? No, nah, way younger than that. It's like nine, I think. Damn. Eight, she's young. Niggas is Take nine me. years old. And with kids. Crazy. In mm. the car. Nine-year-old. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, my boy Jamal, you know what I'm saying? Pretty sure he did tune Jamal Jenkins? Jenkins? No, nah, not Jenkins. Uh-huh. Jenkins is in general. My boy Jamal Island, man. Good football player. Played at the University of Buffalo. Okay. Uh, my dog Janae, her birthday's tomorrow. And after that, man, I just we're getting at a good time. It's March Madness. Getting close to the draft. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time for me. Yeah. I, this is my good time. This is my best time. Yeah, March, yeah. March Madness, like the opening weekend is probably yeah. the best weekend. Exciting, is it? Yes. Yeah, and the combine, the NFL draft, free agency starting two weeks, man. This is. I'm in prime. I'm a. I'm an article reading nigga. What is so my good? drafts? What is so good about March Madness? The opening weekend. Definitely just just the upsets and then everybody that does a bracket. Like I do a bracket every year. And I can remember. You the know year. your shit gonna be ass. <laughs> no, my shit ain't never really been ass. But um, the year that we had the billion dollar bracket, I was so intrigued. Man, I was watching every game and just the upsets, the shots, the cries, Damn. the cheers. The zones? Everything. The zones. I mean, the, the dribbles off your hey, foot. March Madness came. I didn't give a fuck about school. I was in school watching it on my phone. Yeah, I, I, I never nigga, watched That's probably the best part of all March Madness is just being able to watch it on your phone and not do what you're supposed to be doing. Like at work or something. And definitely. You're going to see it firsthand when you when you, when you you take your trip. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. It's, it's going to be crazy. crazy. I'm going to try at least be at a sports book and just look at all the games and all the bas- buzzer beaters at one time. Um, That's it? That's pretty much it, man. I don't think we got too much. 
much else to, to be shouting out or shaking my head, man. Shaking my head, though, at 2 chain. Why you letting Brian do your album? Mm. Don't do that shit. Don't do well, no, no. LeBron's a hip-hop historian, though. Me, that is. Yeah. I remember, where do we know he has any pedigree for being good at, a good ear for music? Yeah. I don't know. I, all the music that he listened to when he working he out. Got all like, the music first. Out, but he I, mean, got, I listen to the same music when it come out. I'm just saying. And look, it sounds like to me, he got, a, he got a good ear, man. If you go back... Even like the early Bron, man, he was listening to a lot of artists that that were ready to blow. I, I just feel like anybody not. could do that. Then, if you're gonna say he could do that, this is weird. And I get it from Bron's standpoint. And we, I've always discussed this with y'all. When y'all second guessed me when I said two years ago that Bron was going to LA, I told y'all niggas this. It's bigger than basketball. You want to yeah, be a mobile? We agree. Uh, we all agree. You know what I'm saying? I get why he brings it up. I just don't get why two James would do it. Now, I, granted, portions of of what the album is about and what the title is is you know go to the league or, or rap or some some shit like that and they've been talking about the the similarities between hip hop and basketball I get that I just don't get why you make nigga AR having come in on the studio sessions I get that why is he in total control that shit just don't make sense because if that like nigga saying on Twitter if the album has we blaming Brian I'm blaming that nigga if it's and two chains ain't no bad artist he been secretly and quietly on an amazing streak he ain't put out no bad projects. They really blew people away. We ain't put out no bad projects here. All solid feature versus. If this is bad, I'm blaming LeBron Ramon James. Mm. Um, I'm gonna do some shout outs real quick. Uh, shout out to Pokemon. They got a new Pokemon game coming out. I am a long time Pokemon fan. Um, it's on Nintendo Switch. I mean, the graphics gonna be astounding, and I'm probably gonna play that shit. Slappy texting me. I forgot the, that they had like the announcement that morning. Slappy so texting me in the morning, like, "Hey, bro, go look that shit up. Go watch it." And I watched it. And it was, "Hey, I'm excited, though. I can't wait." Um, on the same lines of be nice, I don't know if this is a shout out or shaking my head. Um, but let's talk about this Momo shit real quick for a second. Linda, you know about Momo? No. I don't know. I'm on the fence if I don't know what's going on. You know why, man? And this is why I don't know. Because I appreciate something that can get people off their phones or get people paying attention to niggas' phone usage, especially their kids. Nowadays, and I've seen it firsthand, niggas will give a kid an iPad. Put on some headphones and just leave that nigga. Let that let the world be that nigga's life. Like damn, bro, you can't. All right. You can't do that the with kids. The problem with what what you saying though is like parents been doing this. They just saying no iPhone. They just leave you. Whatever you do, you. No, nah, but it's no, nah, but it's now. No, the internet is much more dangerous. You, you, you than, got more access. <laughs> you got more access to to being taught some shit. But on the same token, maybe you do learn something good. You know, maybe you something on the internet. Good. Maybe you get uh, taught some shit. I'm just saying. But four niggas was just setting the house on fire and sticking fucking forks in the in the the, the extensions and yeah, shit. Yeah, and that's the dangerous. Yeah. But the internet it can expose you to so much shit beyond mm-hmm. niggas control, like beyond what you really could want to do. Like I can go grab the fork and do that shit, but the internet can just bring some shit to you. Now you done now you done opened up a door some to your life that you don't even know. I e me. I.e. Danny. And that's what I'm... That's the main thing is. Weak-minded. Shit bro. like you this. Can't into no, no, no. This is what I'm saying. Weak-minded. This is what I'm saying. Niggas need to be watching kids, bro. Kids are really can out here just do whatever. Hey. Can just look at whatever. Can, right. And now you got this thing that's telling them to kill themselves. And it's like, if you was just watching, you just... Niggas just... Uh, let me let me break it down to you. Say it's like a video. Say you got a kid and you just like... So right. Specifically something that somebody has programmed to pop up on YouTube kids. Yeah, like if a kid watching a video on YouTube, it just pop up on them and tell them, hey, go kill yourself. 
It's look, it's, you look at it, look at it right there. It's, right, it's, it's crazy, right? That's why niggas need to monitor what the fuck yeah. niggas doing. Niggas be on YouTube just watching shit. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> Austin specifically, you might not know. My nephew was like 18 months. He was born in August, so we, we in basically March now. So close to like 18 months, if my math not all the way wrong. But this nigga, literally, if I hand him my phone, he can go to YouTube. Yeah. If I hand him my phone, he know how to pull up Apple Music. You yeah. can't type in what he want, but my sister has a program where the playlist come up, and he know what he want to watch. Like, he can scroll through the videos, and he get to the same video every time. The nigga don't even talk to me. He don't even speak real words. Oh. But it's not, I'm not saying that he can't talk, because, you know, he obviously a sneaky little kid that's putting on his own show, like my sister said. When he go to daycare, he can tell him, how my name is Hunter, all these other things, count to 10. He ain't never did none of that shit with me. He just point and smack me and shit. It's like, all right. But like I, like I said, it, it's astounding <laughs> to me to where we, we took him to the doctor one time, and I literally just was watching him just play on the phone. Like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm going to, to YouTube. And the first time you think, ah, oh, maybe he just liked this song. But then it go back, and then he come out to a whole new playlist, and he getting back to the same shit every time. It's like, this is crazy. How do kids know how to do this shit? Damn, bro. He ain't even shitting on the toilet yet. He's not potty trained, but he know how to work apps. Don't make I mean, sense. There's been stories about kids learning how to swim just by, by being put in the water. Yeah, but that's like instincts. That. I but get that. I'm just saying, that could be an instinct thing, too. Like I said, definitely without technology come up. New um, type, huh? You definitely got to watch your kids. You got to, because listen, the internet is good and it's bad, man. Curiosity always kills the cat. Anything can pop up. Your I think kids it's just like that, though. Anything, it's more so. accessible. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We was 12, we can get on porn sites. All I asked you is, are you 18? Like, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 18, of course. <laughs> of course I'm 18. If that's all you're going to ask me? I mean, the first time you probably did, you probably was nervous. Like, oh, shit, they're going to find out I'm not 18. You get in that bitch like, oh, that shit is. Yeah. I just, now I'm 18 every time now. But now it's like, you got apps. You got all these different things where it's just like, a kid can just pull this up. It's on your phone. They got tablets. And that's, that's the first part. I think it is the... Having their own tablet, yeah, that's just that's kind of lazy parenting. Like you just don't want to be bothered. Oh, you just put the headphones on, little nigga, and that nigga just on it. He on the world now. He just at it on Facebook, on Crush Spot, whatever the kids be using nowadays. Yeah. It's like I had shit. to go on a big ass desktop computer to do all that. Yeah, I ain't had no laptop until I was like fourteen. So when I had to start, you know, teachers started making me have to do homework. They had to be typing and shit. Uh, like I said, I went to schools that didn't even have computers, man. <laughs> so it's like it's like a whole whole we had dial up and all that bullshit. Hey, my name Lando probably had porn magazines. He's a little bit older than us, y'all. Yeah, um, porn websites too. And then this is shaking my shaking my head at Robert Kraft, man. He got caught up at the massage parlor. Maybe just went there for a massage and they gave him a little tug, man. We don't know. All right, we do. Because they got videotapes and they got uh, they got an affidavit of this nigga. They got the whole thing. He went January 20th, which was right before the game. He went right before the AFC Championship game to go get the rubber tug in Florida. Took the private jet to Kansas City. Um... And it's like a list of a bunch of old niggas, old that are the oldest niggas in the world. Yeah, Ju- Jupiter, list. Florida, for a lot of people who don't know, is a retirement place for old, rich, millionaire and billionaire people. Yeah, which is crazy because that's the thing. If someone put a hit to this, like, hey, bro, I got a spot that's gonna get you right, man. Eighty dollars, eighty dollars, boobity boop, and they talk about like the hygiene was poor for the women, and you know, it pretty much was a sex trafficking spot. That was just doing that, too, for old niggas. I feel like, and it's not justifying it at all. I, I don't want anybody thinking that. I just feel like as an old nigga, old nigga still want to have sex with people. Now, granted, they rich and he got a girlfriend and shit. And that's probably just a cheaper option. He's like, man, you know, I got to pay my girlfriend all this money to basically fuck me. 
Why don't I just do this cheaper option and get my rocks on no, this way? He for sure was going to let me... This is a deal. In fact, they said he paid $100 and he left a tip. Just give him the dub. What I've seen also, he paying for like his girlfriend kid, who not his kid clearly because he owes. This motherfucker is loaded, man. You know, shut up, man. It's a lot though. It's not a listen, 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 listen. And I get massages, like I said, once a month. Ain't nobody ever did nothing to me. I know a nigga giving a massage once. What you going back for? Deep tissue massage for working out, for getting the knocks out my back, for yeah, performance in the gym. Yeah, it helps man. out when you're playing sports, all that. I get it all the time, the massages. $79, dog. <laughs> if he paying that much and that nigga worth too much, dog, I need some money back. Right. I done paid for $100 massages and shit like that. I ain't got nothing done to me. No. <laughs> so what you saying? What are you saying? No, what I'm saying is, yeah, he getting over that. That's what he got for it. He got no tugs. I ain't got none of that. I'm just, I, I mean, like, there is for sure a larger issue at play. So we but we ain't going to get into that. Because that's, that's not funny. Like, we ain't trying to, and, and it, we're not even really qualified to really be talking about it. And we don't team. know if none of them people that's going there know that's going on. Maybe they just think they're getting a, a yeah, cheap I, tug. I, that's the thing. I, I doubt if you know. Yeah, yeah that, and that's the, I think overall that's the thing. I'm going for a cheap tug. I didn't know they was going for a cheap <laughs> yeah, tug. I'm like, paying the tug. I'm paying for the tug. Yeah, I'm thinking like, hey, you know, I just got caught up on some prostitution. My bad, dog. Me Which most nobody. people think is like, you should have free will anyway. Like, if you want to pay to have sex, you probably should just be able to do that. Yeah. But then you get this problem where people force you to do It's really just the problem is like, bro, you going to Jupiter, Florida. You should just went to... Just went to Vegas and just yeah, dial true. one of the numbers. I mean, it's saying you rob a crack to do something. Yeah, else. A, that's the thing. You see how frugal these guys are. <laughs> like, man, nigga, you worth six million dollars. But I want. I know you got a team. You want that tug tug, rub, rub and rub. That's the case. To just take them on the plane with you. Make me feel like, man. I don't know his background. Was he? Was he? Was he born in the wolf? I'm really not sure. I know. Maybe the chief tug takes him back to his old days. Before he had money, he was just bitch. But it's not crab cheese. No, it's not. Yeah, man, something else. I don't know what the fuck. Industry. Yeah, yeah, something else. But yeah, man. I mean, she wanted the the ambiance. No, listen, but guys, if you go, that's really cheap. That's really what it is. He like, you know, I'm paying a fraternity. You know what I'm saying? We here get cheap. It's like when you go to Southfield Theater. It's like, man, you could go to another theater to watch a movie, but you want to get the the nostalgia. Yeah, you want the nostalgia. Listen, man. For future reference, like dudes with money like that, just pay people to. To come to your house and get massages, bro. So you won't get caught on camera and shit like that. I could imagine going to get a massage. If they come to your house, I feel like that's a sting. Why would they want to come to your house? It's a sting there. It's for sure. He got set up for sure. All them dudes. Like they said, it was also many other people. It could be a sting at your house. It was a nigga named Rolf. It was a nigga that was born in 1934. That's two years older than she nice. That's old. Like 83 or 82 or something. He definitely needed a massage. He's tugged. He's tugged. He's tugged. So what y'all think they're going to do to him? Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell, knowing how much the Patriots get on his nerves, you think he'll make him 17? Well, that's the thing I don't like about Roger Goodell is that they told me we're going to wait for all the evidence. Like, well, you didn't do that for a lot of other people. You just threw the hammer down. But now as the owner, you're going to, okay, so if you suspend him for six games and take $500,000 from him, that's like $5 to him. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's no really way you can punish him. I feel like, I was like find a rubber to it's no way that they're going to be able to remove him from the league. No, you can't. They're not, they're not going to be able to do that. To, to the president that, that Lando was kind of saying, that's going to make Roger Goodell look way too powerful. The rest of the owners not going to lie no shit. Even if they hate the Patriots, they're not going to allow him to do no shit like that. Is it just gonna be like, damn, he can do this to me? Do this to Robert Kraft? Yeah, he's doing this to a nigga that's winning. 
Nah, I think he's going to pay a healthy, hefty fine. And Which ain't shit. So. He's not going to be able to be in the stadium for some games. Great point, my dog. They also brought up the... And that was Adam Schefter trying to deflect. They tried to act like he wasn't the biggest name in the story. Yeah. And it's like, no, they got all the names, my nigga. He the biggest name. All right, let's not lie. It ain't even about the biggest name. He the biggest name to you. Why yeah. you care about the rest of the name? Yeah, no, it's like, angry. They said, oh, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Who's still alive? Jimmy Carter, let's say Jimmy Carter, former president Jimmy Carter was in there. It's like, that, he not in the NFL. Why are you reporting this? Yeah, it don't matter. At the same time, it's like, I'm pretty sure if the police was willing to drop this name, a billionaire's name, that they ain't holding names back on niggas. Yeah, they they name nah, it. No, but I, I feel like what he was saying is like in a portion of power. Like, it's probably another. There's some more rich niggas on that list. Yeah. It's like, they don't matter to the NFL. You an NFL reporter, you not a journalist, nigga. Yeah, you an NFL reporter. A, who the fuck did, yeah, bro? Come on, now. No bigger name. That was the biggest name. And I think he probably is going to lose a draft pick or some shit. I don't know. They probably going to take the draft picks. He's going to pay a fine and he probably had to miss some games. But, but that's that, the thing. That'll be okay. The Patriots stockpile. They got like five picks in the and top of the had no, Even shit. if they had no draft pick, they're going to go through undrafted free agents and get the next yeah. Super Bowl MVP. So they they, 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 they be. And they're going to let all that top players walk. So it's cool. The rich get richer. Even if they take a L, they don't feel the same, man. Man, I know what you got, man. Um, like I said, hey, shout out to the the Oscars, man. Green Book. Oh, we shout that out. Said, yeah, we gonna shout it out. We shout out Green Book. Shout out to Green Book, man. Oh. I, I went to go see it the other day. Um, a good movie. So day. we shout out a movie that the people who is a part of the family of the dude right. saying is not a. I'm shout out to the winning award. I call, every movie is over the top and no, exaggerated. It's, it's it's a portion of that movie where he was a white man, a white southern man was teaching him about fried chicken. He's not a white southern man. Whatever he was, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's from he's from a t- he was no, teaching but, him about fried but if, if you watched the movie and and knew about the guy, he was yes, he was black, but he was a PhD. But a his philosopher. family said that shit was not true. Uh, they said it was true, but I can see how he can he would not know. But yeah, of course that's not certain parts was exaggerated. That's what Man, they do no. in every movie. I'm pretty sure you didn't see the movie Martin because Luther King, <laughs> Martin Luther King had a PhD at like 17, right? Or his master's at 17 or something along those lines. He knew about fried chicken. You can be intelligent and black and still come from the ghetto. But my thing is this. He was he was high up. He was in the classical music. Yeah. I can see the thing. A lot of things were over-exaggerated. But the movie itself, it was a good movie. I can see why I won awards. Regina King, hey, shout out to her for winning. Shout out to her for winning the Oscar. Shout out to Spike Lee, yeah. man. Why my nigga Spike say every time somebody drive in the car, I lose? <laughs> Drop mixed daisy, yeah. Turn my head, turn my head, I lose. Yeah. Hey, but look, Spike Lee was super happy to win, man. He jumped to Samuel Jackson arms, and for years, I mean, it was a big moment for him. I mean, he really appreciated. Should the so. Knicks hang that on their banners? The Knicks definitely should, man. As much wow. money as Spike Lee is paid, yeah. And they, and they, he should. One of their Somewhere in the arena, not in a band. <laughs> like I said, HBO had a big weekend in, in TV this week. Um, the True Detective came down to the last episode. Very powerful episode. Oh. Um, they they found out uh, what really happened with the one-eyed black guy. He, he broke it down to him. But by this point, they were too old. They were already retired. And um, like you said, the, the cop still, he was still, Ali was still going to try to figure out the case. Mahershala. Mahershala. And he got to the street, and he forgot where he was. Cause he was old, Dang, so he called his son. He's about his eighty. So he called his son. I was like, "Look, I'm, I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at." He walked up to the woman and asked her, "Hey, can I, can I, um, what street am I on? Where I'm at?" And she told him, and that was the woman they was looking for the whole time. And she had a nice house and a family. And by the time he drove off, that's when he realized it. 
So now, so then what happened? Oh, it's over with. Yeah. So this season of so did, said, did he get, did they capture her? No, no. She she she's good. She was safe. So the lady that went missing, they found her. She's living a happy, good life. Uh, so it's just it, it, it kind of it was it was shocking because I'm like, man, what this part? This don't even make like sense. That's why I had to watch it again. And then I'm like, oh shit, that's that's that the woman like he was looking for. Perspective, Andy. Yes, I don't get what's going on. So basically, from what Lando has told us, if I'm if I haven't watched it, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm just trying to recollect. It seems like his storyline was about missing kids. Yeah, the girl that was missing. That was missing, and I guess the one-eyed man, as Lando just said, he played some part in it, whether it was hiding her storyline or something. Pretty much, yeah, not yeah. to give it, give it too much away, but yeah, he helped her get away. Get Pretty away. much, they, they, they kidnapped her. And then now, yeah. like Lando is saying, they, they travel through time periodically throughout the show, and now Mahershala Ali is at the end of his run, metaphorically, and you can say life, he owed the shit. He's not remembering good, but he finally cracked the case, and he said, "Oh, he don't even know he cracked the case." Yeah. So that's much. the perspective. It's just like you. you then it was worried about some shit that really was good. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, it, it, it wasn't really good though, because the girl had a she had a she had a tough life. Like oh, the, the guy. Like yeah. She ended good. Oh yeah, <laughs> she she did end up good, but pretty much the well, I'd break it down. So the uh, the one eyed black guy and shit. Um, he took her to this, to this lady. They were helping to raise the kid, but they were uh, drugging her. So she didn't even know that she had a family before that, but she would blur in and out. And a girl told him one day she was unhappy. He helped her escape from the one house. And uh, when, when he helped her escape, he couldn't find her. So he lost her too. She ended up going to pretty much like a Catholic school where nuns uh, took her in. And like I said, raised her. And um, she turned out to be a good woman. But she told everybody that she died. So everybody thought she died because she was going by a different name than her original name. But come to find out. So really, he didn't solve the case. No, he didn't solve the case. But he... He's at peace with it now because he knows where he's at, and he he spends his whole life pretty much that's trying what I'm to find it. He wastes his life. It was it, it, it kind of, and, and that's the thing. Like him and his wife end up getting like a divorce and breaking up. Um, his partner um, never remarried. Was pretty much a drunk, but they they both came to came to peace with her. Uh, pretty much knowing that the girl's okay, and that hey, they didn't solve the case, but they figured out what happened. That, shit, so, that wins that nothing. Yeah, that one wins. that gets no merit and nobody but. So I like I said it was it was a great season. Um, like I said, I, I like the ending and um, I can't wait for the next season of True Detective. See what what case they uh they go on. Um, also on HBO they had the OG Kareem Biggs. He put together this uh, story. Jeffrey Wright, who's an amazing actor, a great documentary, a great documentary story about a uh, a man in prison who's about to get out. And he's having a hard time knowing what he's gonna do when he's get out. It's a it's a great story. So, so you have to see a that. A show or a movie? It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, it's a one one shot movie. Um, let me see. Uh, shout out to Detroit Pistons, man. On a, a nice little roll. Had a good month of uh of February. It was like eight and three in the month of February on that run. Um, if they match up with the Pacers in the first round, they will be going to the second round, man. Weak ass shit is that. And hey, listen, listen, man. Ray Jackson's been playing down, really bro. good. We ain't playing all the way down for all just matchups. We match up with him, we gonna win. Um, so that so was my sports. Really good? Reggie Jackson. Who else been playing really good? Right now? Blake Griffin had the triple else double the night. Really Andre Drummond. Who else been playing really good? Right Luke Kennard. That's and like you said, hey, and look, and listen, it. hey, he got the opportunity. And look, I was wrong. You was wrong. He just need to play. Have bum ass Reggie Bullock in front of him. Hey, Luke Kennard is playing really, really wrong. well. That's all I yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, Luke Kennard is playing really, really good. So shout out to the Pistons. Um. Last shout out. Oh, shout out music shout out. My music shout out got to go to Papoose, man. Papoose came out. Album, yes. Papoose came out with an album. He usually do the alphabetical slaughter. He did the number slaughter. 
from one to ten, and when he got to ten, he started spitting again. And like, no, we gonna say that for the next album. It just brought back a lot of good memories, man. So definitely shout out to Pat Poos. I'm shaking my head. Coach Brown at Last Chance University is gone. Yeah, man. Yeah. Why you shaking? You shaking your head at him? I shake my head at him, man. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So it was a uh, a lot of the players were like going off on um on Twitter and shit like that about the situation, but pretty much he do some racial slurs at a German player and was cussing at him and. Fuck got that. he didn't get it. Got I even that. like. I never really liked it that last season. They should have kept with Buddy, but I guess he didn't want to do it no more. I like Coach Brown. Oh, I like him because he was from he was from Compton. He was in the NFL. I like. I like the that story. That one linebacker was, was just too stupid. Like, he was like yeah, damn near retarded. And he ended up. Um, he ended up going back to Last Chance too. I ended, uh, he ended up going back there. He got into some trouble in Florida, and I guess Coach Brown brought him back. But yeah. He just had a tough living, man. Wasn't nobody paying attention to him. So yeah, he had that. Um, <laughs> I paying attention to him. What else? Oh, I guess the Tyson Fury, man. Tyson Fury didn't sign with ESPN, so Deontay Wilder fight is off. Um, pretty much, he's he's ducking and, and hiding now. So yeah, he's ducking him. You don't think he's gonna beat him again? I mean, will tie him again? Nah, he he's scared. I think uh, Bob Irvinum, they got their hands on him. They told him, hey, man, you don't need this guy and all this. I think that last knockdown really uh really shook him up a bit. So yeah. shout out to Side Baby, man. He dropped a little three song EP. That bitch was pretty nice. You know, on SoundCloud, listen to that, man. I, I liked it a whole bunch. Nigga, Japanese clearly, but he, he from one of the. What's it called? Uh, Filipino. He Filipino. I don't think it's Filipino. I feel like I be knowing niggas Filipino. Filipino. Yeah, he's something. I don't know. I ain't have. Shout out to Mr. Johnson though. I took that a lot of math. Mr. Johnson. Shout out to Mr. Johnson. I'm stupid and black on your face. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so let's get started with the. Let's get to some conversations real quick, man. I, I had a question that I, I, I talked to Lando about earlier, man. I want to talk to Be Nice about this. And I really want to hear both of y'all perspectives on this. So last week, we got into the simple discussion about Zion Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, I mean, it was bare bones because we just watched him. We just said, you know, he blew out his shoe. He shouldn't play again, which is true. But throughout the week, you start thinking more about that situation, about Zion blowing through the shoe and him not playing. And, you, you know, you start considering, oh, man, you know, if he got seriously injured, he'd miss out on millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, what about, like, R.J. Barrett? What about Cam Reddish? These dudes also would miss out on a bunch of money if they had such so that they stopped playing. No. Nah, and then overall, no, nah, I don't think that. No, nah, but overall, because I, I agree that Zion should have played. I believe that Zion playing at Duke this year probably made him more money than not playing because this just brought his name up to a bigger height. And it, it proved that he can play and compete with the best of them. But this is my question. Because it seems like if, a, if things like this happen, and it, and it happens in the college football too, when a good player gets hurt, People go with the, you know what, he should have sat out this game. Or, you know what, they shouldn't be playing, man. You know what, because they don't get paid enough. They don't get paid at all for doing this. Then why do we watch it? Why do we sit and entertain and and enjoy something that we know is wrong? Like, we know that it's wrong that these dudes don't get paid for doing this stuff. And, and if we get hurt, we're the first one saying, that's why you need to pay them. So why do we even, why do we give them the option? 
It's like, why do we even support? That's like, you know, it's like supporting anything that's wrong. I don't want to jerk this, jump to the extreme of R. Kelly or no shit like that. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Why do we continue to patriot now something that's not good? I think, like me, I mean, I, I watch it for the entertainment value because I know they're going to play. If they play someplace else, I'll watch it someplace else, wherever they go. But since I'm more pro player and fan of players, I just watch it for the players. So, but honestly, man, like, Duke was charging $2,000 for them seats, man. They wouldn't have been charging that if Zion wasn't there. Yeah. He definitely should be getting a piece of that pie. Yeah. And I think, like, I think he would have got... He would have got paid no matter if he would went overseas or played in the NBDL, but just being on that Duke stage is is doing more for Duke than it is really for Zion. Exactly. He's getting a enrollment up, but it's definitely an unfair system. And I wish the NBA and, and this is what happened when it when college basketball lost out on LeBron and they lost some money that 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 season following. They never wanted they never wanted to endure that again. That's why they got that one and done rule. David Stern was in bed with the NCAA. And they, they they got this rule and this unfair. I, I won't 100% say that. There was a decline in talent of, of 18-year-olds. That's bullshit, man. It was, no, it was too many. It was too many young. It was too many young black men making money. Yes, it was. I'm talking about from the what what you said might be right as far as him having that, but I feel like the owners was like, we picking these niggas in their ass because they're not going nowhere. I'm picking an 18-year-old because a nigga telling me he was good at, in high school. He playing in Inglewood or he playing in Chicago or he playing in New York. And when he gets to the pros, he ain't hacking it. So I feel like it also was a backfire. I'm like, hey, force them niggas to go to college. No. At least one year. If you day in agreement with this one year, let's do it. I think you got the Kwame Browns. You got the Andre Blanches. God forbid, you know, he had decent That was just out. a bad draft. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me, let me say this. Let, me, let me say this. Everybody in that draft was weak. From any nigga who went to school four years to the high school dude. So, that's the thing. Off the top of your head, how many niggas you know that was great coming out of high school? Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. LeBron James. Okay. Tracy McGrady. Like, no, we we keep going. But I'm saying, I can name niggas. Rashard Lewis, Al Harrington. They were still good players, but it wasn't the the median, the amount of people that it was, it wasn't averaging out. Bro, but it was more weak niggas than it was. Bro, but both those drafts was weak and it was full of college niggas. Hey, but you just named a few people. Both them drafts were weak, full of college niggas. Why don't we talk about the niggas that have been to school four years and don't pan out? We it's just about being a good player. You pick a nigga. This is what happened. Hold on, hold on. Like, you don't know. Hold on. That's on you, right? Us. You just like four years of This is what happened, bro. They got mad. Listen, listen they got they got mad that it was too many young black men, eighteen years old, making twenty, thirty, forty million dollars. That was a bad look for me. Yeah, hey, it is. It is what it is. That's the truth. That's the truth. I agree with you. All white men got mad. They didn't want to see young black men just making money like that. That's all it was. And David Stern was in bed with the NCAA. I'm not disagreeing. And that's why I made him on a double. It's definitely about because if you look at it, a situation like Kyler Murray, niggas like damn, how Kyler Murray got money and he was fucking playing college football. Because he played baseball. They don't give a fuck about that shit in baseball. So it's 100% a racial thing. Yes. But the difference. But the two football, sports, football and, and basketball. 100% yes. a racial thing. But to me, like I said, there's another whole subtopic about the talent of players that were coming out for basketball. They were bad. Any Like the college niggas was bad, bro. It wasn't all bad. <laughs> All right, man. That 2000, 2001 draft, that shit was terrible. It was. It was. It, it was. was. And it was a full of college niggas, too. Probably that played bad. One one he was trash. But there's a lot of college niggas over there. There's a lot of college niggas. But we can name them. There's a lot of college niggas that was trash, right, too. That's what I'm saying. Mike you Mike miss out on what first round picks. Wrong or right. Every first round pick didn't pan out. Wrong or right. Wrong or right. At the height of his career, was Stroh Mouse better than Kwame Brown? Yes. He went to college. So what? You know what they knew he was better. He was so a better nigga, right? He was so a college. So what? Michael Dolan Candy went to college. He was better than Kwame Brown. But he was a fucking elite. He didn't do shit. Down. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, no, you, you can play or you can't play. He was better you, you than Kwame Brown. You can play or you can't play. 
You can play every game, but Mike Miller was better than Kwame Brown, right? Was he better than LeBron James? It's not about I'm that. just saying, you just you pick on one player that came out of high school. Was he better than LeBron James? Was he better than Tracy McGrady? He better than Amir Johnson. Dog, Amir Johnson, he went in the second round, bro. Back he just ran for the money. That's bro. It's a bunch of college niggas that was weak. It's a bunch of niggas that was weak. Absolutely. All right, so be like, why do you still watch college basketball then? All right, so I'm going to break it down because I had to do a paper on this shit from the whole scheme of things. I think the notion that all college players should be paid is foolish. Don't really make sense. Like Lando was saying about the money that's coming in, I think it should be merchandising. You know what I'm saying? Your revenue base, if they can come up with the schematics for that, because analytics-wise, they should be able to tell, all right, this person is bringing in profit. Because a nigga at Wofford or whatever, you know, one of them small-time schools shouldn't be getting paid like Zion Williamson. Regardless, it don't make sense. You're not bringing in the same amount of revenue. Mm-hmm. You're just not. It don't make sense. Logically. A nigga on the end of that bench shouldn't be getting, just because we say, oh, yeah, then. Because that's when the, the scheme and the whole conversation that, that most of the people work for the NCAA try to say, well, we got to pay for this person's education. We got to pay for this person. I agree with that. You shouldn't take money away from fucking, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hold on, hold on. Because I'm going to tell you where you're wrong at. Public institutions get only, not only They do, money, but I'm saying a nigga that's on the money. end of the bench but, and walk no, shouldn't said, be getting paid they get, $20,000 pay, they get pay, basketball. They getting paid money regardless if they have a basketball team or not. They making millions. I get that. So I don't I don't understand what you said. Like, even if you go to Warford, if, if somebody comes to the game right. to see you, you should be getting paid something. I didn't say that that was right. What I'm saying is if that's their argument, that's the situation where, okay, whatever you're talking about with the scholarships and shit, a nigga that's on Wofford does not deserve to get paid the same amount of money as somebody in Kentucky. Somebody but they already do money. right now, though. If you if you got a scholarship, you get a stipend. I'm right? saying that. I'm saying that's and they wrong. Everybody stipend. I'm is saying about that's same. wrong. If I'm Zion Williamson, my stipend shouldn't be the same as some nigga that nobody knows. That doesn't make sense. So, like I said, it shouldn't be about. And once again, like you said, with the stipend, I'm already aware of this because I went to Oakland University and I most of the niggas on the basketball team was my man. So I already knew the amount of money they was getting every month. I'm already familiar with this. So saying people should get paid, the conversation has never been about all players. It's about profitable players, which it should be something like merchandising. Also, going back to the Lions shit, the statement to me was never something foolish like, that. oh, this person is, like when people say that Damian Conley should have never came back for a year. He should have sat out for a year. I don't believe in that type of shit. Like, I don't think you should just go somewhere. Because, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, they just holding me back. You know what I'm saying? They say I got to play, but I can just sit out and work. I don't think you should do that. But if you already presented with what some would consider a serious injury or could lead to a serious injury, I think you should take your time. Don't rush yourself back. You know what I'm saying? If you got a knee sprain, don't try to force yourself back in a couple of weeks and fuck your knee up completely. But I'm not saying a nigga like R.J. Barrett, who seems to be completely healthy, should just say, oh, he got hurt. I ain't going to play no more. That's stupid. Don't make sense. But if you already presented with something, don't waste your your, your talent and, and your, your chance at millions to say, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? I love my brothers. I'm going to force myself back. Perfect example. I just, like we talked about earlier, I'm a nigga read articles. I'm on Bleach Report. I'm reading an article by Kalen Lucas. Kalen Lucas is a Michigan guy. He went to Michigan State. Great point guard. As the article spoke about, coming off of his freshman year, he went to the, the Final Four. Then sophomore year, he was predicted as somebody who was a first-rounder. Before he can get to that point, he blew his Achilles out. And, and I want to say either the Big Ten tournament or NCAA tournament early. But they still went to the Final Four without him. And what he was talking about was is that he had a or no, this might have been his junior year. Whichever year it was, he already had mentally planned on going to the draft after the season. He already planned on this. But instead of doing what he thought he should have did, which is just red shirt for his next year and then stay the extra year, he forced himself back, played, but he wasn't 100%. And he went undrafted. So this is somebody who thought, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm finna go get some money. They're looking at me as a fresh rounder. But all everybody asked about was, is the Achilles healthy? When he rushed himself back, he should have just more took more time and prepared himself for the situation. So it's a situation where I feel like 
it's not really about just losing out on money completely, but don't fuck yourself up in the long run where you end up like a Tracy McGrady, a Grant Hill. Grant Hill was one of the greatest players ever, as it looked like. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, people was comparing him to Michael Jordan on a level of, he not Mike, but he, he one of those next guys. And he's talked about profoundly, I rushed myself back. I came back and played injured too many times. That shit just don't make sense to me. Especially not when you're not getting paid for the shit. That don't make no sense at all. I just don't think you need to jeopardize your future for that shit. Because it could be something that's permanent. You can fuck around fuck your leg up. And it's like, damn, I can't hoop ever again. Or I'll never be the same. So it just don't make sense. But if Zion is healthy and he's feeling good, 100% healthy, or just something where it's like it doesn't seem like it's going to be relatively or put his leg in jeopardy for more injuries, fuck it. Ooh, that's what you want to do? Of course. But don't go out there and blow your fucking knee out when you know, ah, man, I ain't really healthy. Don't do nothing stupid. All right, so what about niggas like second-round talent? Because I feel like we always focus on niggas that's going to the first round that's going to miss out the million. What about the nigga that's 28th pick? Or what about the nigga that's, <laughs> nigga that's a third-round cornerback? What about that nigga? Should he continue playing when he hurt? No, nah, I mean, I, I think anytime time... Them the ones that they don't make it, they don't come back. Like, them, them niggas, the other nigga, nigga like Zion, he get hurt, he still could get drafted somewhere. Yeah. That third-round nigga, he... That's I mean, what I'm out. saying, it don't alter from talent level. If you hurt, get healthy. That's but the, no, right? I, I give it all to Sando because it's, it's almost like the bowl game shit. If I'm a third or fourth round player, I'm playing in the bowl game because I want to get my name out nah, there so they can see. That's what I'm saying. Like if you got a, uh, you, you know, I got, got a broken a finger or some shit, go out there and play. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. But if you got ah, uh, my ankle is fucked up. Somebody telling you know this kind of weaker right now. I don't say you wild chance that. That just don't make sense to me. Or you something's wrong with your knee? Send it out. Those. Like I'm saying, if it's something that's as serious as a back, a knee, a, a ankle, you know what I'm saying, things of that nature, I just feel like you need to get healthy. And people should be understanding, but you do got people that just like, oh, no, I'm not playing in the ballgame, because I don't think you should do that. That don't make sense. Um, you say you got to have realistic goals about yourself and hey. where you perspective, or projected to go. All right, so the NBA is talking about, like, you know, and I, and I believe it's more from a push from the players' union perspective of trying to get rid of the one-and-done rule. Do y'all think they should get rid of that role? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with players going to either, like, the, the G League or, or coming straight to the league and just, just developing, man. Because, you know, even a player like Jermaine O'Neal came out of high school. He he was under Rasheed Wallace, and that's how you get better. You get you get, you get get better by playing no matter where you play at or who you play with. Either it's going to make you or break you. It's not a college system. It's a, it's a lot of college Duke guards who played three or four years and they didn't do nothing in the league. So no, it's just about if you got it or if you don't. So yeah, I'm I'm cool with the one and done. I feel like cool I mean cool with it being over it. Yeah, one and done. Hundred percent. I think that like Lando was saying, that's that's to me seems like the most profound and proper way to use the developmental league, which is now known as the G League. But you know what I'm saying? It should be for players who like a, a for example, there's ways around the one and done thing now where you have players like an Anthony Simons, I think is his correct name, the kid that was drafted to Portland. He just came straight out of prep school. Like, he didn't go to college. He just went to what they have now is the extra random year of high school basketball, basically. But he just was 19, so he was able to get drafted. And I think that's the same thing that happened with Don Maker. So you already see kids like this who not playing against college-level talent. They still play high schoolers, basically. So it's ways around it. And they do the same thing. They go play in the G League. So I don't get why somebody who's 18 or 17, you know, based on the age group and why they can't just come straight out and, and – they get drafted, you go to the G League. Or if somebody think, oh, this kid is talented, he go to the G League. Like the person that um the the Reverend Revolutionary uh intern at the Rock Rock Nation signed, the kid he was supposed to go to Syracuse. I'm not exactly sure. I think yeah. it's like Darius Bedsfield or something like that. A big small forward. He just an intern at New Balance. 
it's just working out because they got janky ways around it to where he just decided not to go to college. He got a, a million dollar internship, which is, you know, that's some bullshit. That's janky. But he's doing something there, you know what I'm saying? There's ways around it. He's just working out me there. So I feel like that's a kid who obviously he didn't want to go. Or motherfucker just going to the JPA, which is, they probably should have did that because well, that shit's kind of janky. What about anything like John Morant, though? Because without college, or even like John Morant wouldn't have been known. That's, that's what I'm saying. But no, that's the thing, though, as far as what I feel like both of us are saying. You just deserve a choice. Like, clearly, Trey Young wouldn't have went to the pros because nobody would have drafted him. That. Like, you still can go talk to people and they'd be like, no, we don't know you. Or he might not even been able to get into a conversation and like, why are we talking to this nigga? He needed a year to go prove himself. Yeah, some people do. Some people need the stage just to get known. Yeah. That's what that like. And you can go overseas. Like, if you're a good enough player, they're going to find you. But, yeah, sometimes just having that, that national home stage will help you. Because John Morant, to me, it, like I said, long term, the high view point guards might be the best player in this draft. I've also said I think Cam Reddish, talent wise, might end up being one of the better players in this draft. A lot better than people have him right now. John Morant was kind of unknown. Yeah. Like he, he was a small time kid and he won a situation where he grew a little bit and he just worked his ass off. But he did have some other offers, so I don't want people out there thinking that he only had Murray State. He did have other offers, but he was one of those kids who so you see a lot of times they were the fresh guys. They were the people that was heaviest on him. And then he, a lot of people got the ball rolling late. And he didn't want to be one of those kids like you see a Tyler Hero that goes to Kentucky now, the white guard. He was originally signed to go to uh, Wisconsin. And then the other guard that's at Kentucky was originally signed to go to Georgia. And they kind of just flip-flopped. It's like, oh, it's Kentucky. John Morant didn't want to be one of those kids. He just wanted to play. Yeah, not even just play because even if you want to – like if Kentucky come calling, you pretty much know they want you. Like you're nine times out of ten going to play. The only person I can remember off the top of my head that didn't really play is like a guard that just left and then Charles Matthews didn't play at all really. Yeah. That's how I ended up in Michigan. But I feel like those type of people, they need that stage. You need to go prove yourself. And some people just need to hone their craft. You need to go play for a little bit longer before you get there. But it's the best case scenario, I would say, is the situation that how the NBA has proposed it, which seems to be an elite-level bracket of players. They're not just going to be like, oh, yeah, you play high school basketball, you can come try out for the NBA. Nah. Somebody got to know you. You got to be branched off, and they say, all right, this kid is talented enough. And you go through those whatever parameters are, and they pick you – or they say you're loud. I think that's cool. Now, is it fucked up? Is some people going to get fucked over? They're probably, we're going to see some kid in college that is like a Trey Young. like, damn, this nigga look like he was ready. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, it's just every system not going to be unflawed. But I think this is the best case scenario where you still desire the choice. Because you watching kids like Zion, it's like, this nigga don't need to be playing against them little ass boys. That shit don't make no sense. <laughs> All right, Williamson, the shit you doing right now, this nigga's in the NBA that can't do it. This half his size. This nigga's just 230 that can't move like he moved. You don't need to be playing against them. But I just think this. this I think, this I, I, think I do think Zion had to play though. Instead said, of instead of what well, what do you mean? Instead of like going overseas and sitting out or just I think if he, he was going to sit out. Do you I think, think he had to play against the highest level competition. Like I wasn't sold on Zion Williams when he came to high school. I don't know. Like I'm not going to even I'm not even going to go back on the take and say, oh no, nah, we already knew. So I was playing. He was dunking on white niggas. I ain't nobody know that shit was going to be translating to how good he's going to play right now. And I still don't really know. I, I low-key still don't have a grasp on how good Zion Williams is. No, I ain't is. saying that, but I, I just think that it's like when you're talking about... See, I don't think college basketball is the highest level, though. That's think, the highest I think, level. I think Europe, Europe is the way... I mean, way, yeah, but that was the highest level. Yeah, 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 no, but that's yeah. what I was going to say. The highest level is like Euro League. Yeah, that's... But that's, they don't just yeah. take any. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, they take 16, 17... It's dudes over there. 16, 17. Yeah, 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 them yeah. niggas. Yeah. They niggas. Yeah. Not Americans. Oh, uh, Brenda Jennings went over there and played. That, that's what I'm saying. saying like Davis was the highest level. That's what I, was, I don't. I'm not even sure if he went to the highest league. Though. Yeah, he was. That was that was a very good. Put I think league. he went to Italy. 
Yeah. Which is not bad, but it ain't the... I'm talking about, like, where Real Madrid at. That's, like, the highest league of it. If Zion would have came on one to play, they, they would have go. But that's... I mean, like you said, he got to gotta stay. But I, I... Hey, look, I seen him in high school. I didn't watch no full games. Just off the highlights, I, I, I feel like he was ready for the league. You said that about Seventh Woods. I was going to, I was just about to, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was just about to say that when you was talking about the, the Murray, Murray Wright, Murray State guard. Like, dude had one of the best mixtapes I've ever seen, man. What do you, like, Woods had a lot of injuries. Yeah, and that's what you, on like, North Carolina, North Carolina, right? Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I think somebody like that probably should have came out because, like, that was the ball. So I thought he was really good. Like, that was me. And now, like you said, that name just sounds so foreign now. I was like, man, where is that nigga? Yeah, he, he probably should have came but out that, of high school. That's kind of one of the things that I feel like, too, is, like, it's a situation where you, you missed out on money because not niggas can see you not what they thought you was. Yeah. yeah that's thought, honestly why people come out now. You get a I thought Homeboy like, was uh, legit, man. I used to be arguing about that. he came out early, surprised niggas went number one pick. He ain't even in the NBA no more. Deontay Davis that went to Michigan State. I knew that nigga should have stayed. He asked. Think about Homeboy, um, the one first round pick. He had a good tournament run. Yeah, he had a good tournament run and everybody thought it. But like you said, college basketball, definitely the tournament. Sometimes you're not going against the best. I feel like the thing with Anthony Bennett was his versatility. He was a big, stocky kid. He looked like the next Larry Johnson. But he couldn't move. I mean, he couldn't move. He had no offensive game. Yeah, but that was the thing. was like, I don't know if people felt like they could alter his fluidity or what, but it was, he's a big, stocky kid. He has a face-up jump shot. He dunks everything. And he had just enough handle to where it made people think he could do it. That shit, that shit worked in that little conference he was in. and in the tournament. I ain't gonna lie to him. You know what I'm saying? This might sound wrong. I think the biggest problem with him is that he's Canadian. I don't trust Canadian hoopers. Andrew Wiggins ain't shit to me either. I'm so, playing straight lately. You want me to I feel like that's his biggest issue. Um, all right, let's get into some let's get into some NBA shit real quick, dog. Um, we got to keep. It seems like every week we kind of got to touch on this, man. But at the beginning of the basketball season, B. Doug made a, a declaration that the Celtics was going to be the number one seed, and it's just getting worse and worse every day, every night. The tape just looked worse. So it's like in defense of that, I'm, I'm gonna give you reasons why I'm defending it. A, I didn't know Al Horford was gonna get injured. I think that's a big part of why they they this ass as far as they place in the standards. Not why they're in the streak right now, but they lost a lot of early games when he was hurt. That's A. B, nobody knew Philadelphia was gonna get all these players to think that they didn't have Jimmy Butler at the time when I said that. I don't think they didn't have Tobias Harris. You know, just these big big time you know additions. And C. In my mind, it was about Kawhi Leonard on the Raptors. He has not been the driving force. It's been Serge Ibaka and Pascal Siakam. You can't predict no shit like that. They okay. Play I, told you, I told you. Pascal Siakam played I told you that Toronto was going to be good this year. No, but like I said, if the, if we talking about what Kawhi Leonard has done, it wasn't enough to get them over the hump. No, they, Pascal they Siakam and Serge Ibaka have played at a phenomenal play. So I, I take that. I admit that I was wrong. But also have been right about the issue being Gordon Hayes. He has been a problem. It's Gordon Hayward. So, y'all think Kyrie is like trying to shield Gordon Hayward from this? Or is he, because he's taking all of it. It's like, it's damn near looking like it's just he the problem. Yeah, I mean, like you say, he getting, he getting, they both getting paid big bucks. Um, the, Just the floor of the offense don't look right when definitely when both of them on the floor. They they look like a better team when they both are not on the floor. They The ball movement is better, the offense runs fluid. I think Kyrie is one foot out the door already. I think he, when that free agency pop up, he gone. Honestly, he ain't gonna be, and I think his mind is gone right now. I think that that's more than likely the best case scenario for this team. Yeah. And Amir has said that, and I was I was 
I won't say that I, I wasn't against it 100%. I was never against it, but I wasn't on board with it. But in the last few weeks, I think I've grown to just accept the fact that Danny Ainge is an amazing GM. He pulled off that robbery to get Kyrie Irving, and he got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in their waiting. And if you, you decide to move on from Kyrie Irving, Terry Rozier is a starting point guard. You already got the, the glue piece, which is, you know, your Draymond S. Marcus Smart. You got money if you get rid of Kyrie and figure somebody who's stupid enough to take Gordon Hayward. And you st- the niggas still got, like, two or three crazy draft picks coming in the next few years. So they can build their team however they want to. If Jason Tatum grows into what we think he can be, if Jalen Brown grows, Terry Rozier grows, this is still one of the best teams in the East. You don't need Kyrie Irving. No, see, and this is where, this is where I know what Amir's saying is stupid. Because a job of NBA GM is to win championships. Them niggas not winning championships. You can't win a championship without star player. You need no. a star player like Kyrie Irving. No, and then but that's at the, the same time, like you saying, you got they got you. You I definitely gotta, need. I gotta, a star. I gotta disagree no. with you on that. What? Terry Rozier, top five player. I understand that. But they went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. It wasn't going to championship because they played against LeBron. That was the only thing. The Warriors the next round. They won't win a championship. That's what I was gonna say. They ain't gonna beat the Warriors with Kyrie. They at least they got a better team. I can't go to the Eastern Conference Finals. saying, but this is also the problem. What you saying? They gotta get to the finals. And the problem with that is what Lando is saying, is that he kind of wanted the roots of the problem. Like, I don't know if Jason Tatum fuck with him or Terry Rose more. So if it's a problem about, do you got to get rid of all these niggas or just Kyrie? And that's the thing. You might feel like Jason Tatum will be a superstar. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. He They might they might end up being a good team. But what happened? All right, let's say they get rid of Kyrie, right? Now it's the Jason Tatum and LeBron show. Like, be nice saying they got two more crazy draft picks coming. The well, these niggas could be the next better niggas. So now it's like, oh shit, not Jason Tatum the problem. But you, you can't just keep getting rid of old niggas for these young you niggas can't. that we don't know. Nah, you really you can't. can't. You want Jason Tatum get hurt for? 21 years old. What if Jason Tatum get hurt for a year, our season, God forbid, and then whoever they draft that's crazy, it come and have a standout year. Jason Tatum about to take that shit the next year coming out? Jason Tatum? Bro, team gotta have cohesion. You can't. And that's that's and that's that's what we say. Kyrie is not part of cohesion. No, you know that's the thing. Kyrie is not part of cohesion, but Kyrie is the star player. Them niggas gotta. They he really is the OG on them niggas, bro. Them niggas not on that level. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals without him. Without him, bro. And they had Brown in the but if Kyrie played, they would have won. No, they wouldn't have. That's what I'm saying. Kyrie wouldn't have got his shit blue. No, still the most. That's what I'm saying about the problem with Kyrie Irving is that if you're talking about team building, he ain't never really been a part of a team. Like, he just got a LeBron James dropped but off. But them niggas, them niggas need it. They no, just no, had one year, no Kyrie Irving. And they played the Celtics. I mean, they played the Bucks. They played with Isaiah Thomas. They played the Bucks. They took them seven games. The Bucks took them seven games. They played the Bucks, who Giannis only played, what, in one playoff series before then. And they played the young guys. That's not fair. Now you ain't being fair. What I'm saying? I'm not being fair. Because the Bucks had enough ones. They are good team. We're not talking about last year. Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier and Marcus Smart played with Isaiah Thomas. They was on the number one team in the yes. game. Yes. That's without that's without Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving never had no spot like But they also but they also had Avery Bradley, who's the only nigga really balling that series. He was the nigga balling that series. This is I'm talking about team building <laughs> and about? regular season and getting to that point. Kyrie Irving like a specialist. When you get you're right, when you get to game seven, when you get to a finals, he gonna score. But the rest of the season, is he gonna be you see this nigga yelling at people, is he gonna be able to lead? Is he gonna be able to make the right decision without going back to hero ball? I can't say that he is. No, yeah. I, and this, I'm simply saying, I don't know if Kyrie Irving is one of the better building blocks if you're creating a team. 
But he not he not there for building block. Like Kyrie, you just say to stop playing. That's, 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 what that's not no, no no no. That's the I, they already got a cohesive. They already no, got a team. Nah. He's the vice on top because Terrells they're not gonna take you. No, to but the that's next what level. I'm saying. Kyrie is the next level. Sure. No, there we go. We got team. That's what I'm saying. saying. For him, it gotta be the perfect situation. Yeah, just like LeBron was there. That's all. When he had the cast by himself, the nigga didn't go to the playoffs. Just dropping the person. The only nigga that's not perfect situation is LeBron James because he creates situations. Steph Curry is in perfect situation. Kevin Durant was in perfect situation. Steph Curry anywhere? No, he wouldn't be. They wouldn't win championship. We're talking to win a championship. You couldn't take Steph Curry anywhere in the championship. I'm saying you put Steph on the Celtics, they win the championship. No. No. What is Steph Curry want the same team? What is Steph Curry want with oh, any nigga that's also cold? What? They just walked tonight. They just walked tonight. No, Kevin Durant playing. I feel like me and Lando are saying it's not about how cold Kyrie or how cold Steph is. Steph ain't no hating ass nigga. He gonna let niggas shine. He's not about to let shine. He's not about to let them niggas shine above that nigga. He ain't let a nigga like Kevin Durant shine. I think he ain't gonna let no nigga like he gonna play like. Stats than Kyrie Irving. I like, still was averaging like twenty four points. But they was going. They was also a better team. He went to the playoffs when they was doing stuff like that. They were still in the play. They were still going against the Clippers and losing. Kyrie Irving never was a superstar. Kyrie Irving never won. He was a better player. We've been arguing this for a while. Was, this was back when Beanie on the John Wall was better than uh, Kyrie Irving. Shit. And he would have been like because Kyrie Irving and John Wall. Double double. Double double. The nigga had like six double doubles. Kyrie Irving team is terrible. The Cavs were awful before LeBron came back. There was no. There's no one near comparable. Yeah, it was John never Wall comparable, bro. Yeah, and if you just Wall and if we was to push that, what are you trade, talking about? The the Warriors was one of the worst organizations in basketball before Steph Curry got there. One of the worst organizations. Them niggas was awful. Yeah, but Mark Jackson was a good coach. Kyrie Irving didn't have a Scott not a bad coach. Scott is not a good coach. Kyrie used to one Kyrie only nigga on that team that's been to a championship one championship 
Not even their coach did that shit. And last year, they didn't even have the ego problem because they really were just listening to whatever head coach told them to do. And that, and but that, it's like, they got to kind of, if they want to be good, they got to play around Kyrie and Irving. That, and that's why I told you, nice was going to happen at the beginning of the season, bro. That's like, no, Not really so much Gordon Hayward. Everybody, like I said, last year, they listened to the coach. Everybody played together. Now with Kyrie coming, he got to get his touches. It got to be ISO yeah, more. He got to get touch. He got to get ISO. If he get out. the fourth game. Yeah, and it's like, also, that's why they had to make the adjustment to Lana. Mark Smart got to play. Kyrie not a good defender. Sorry, not Mark Smart got to play good. He can't just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's stuff like that that's got to happen to make it better for Kyrie Irving in a better situation. They'd be a better team. Like, last year's team, these are the finals was their cap. And if you put them back this year, they would get beat. I'm pretty sure the Pistons awesome. probably beat them niggas this year. If you put last year's Celtics, in this season, without Kyrie Irving, without Gordon Hayward, they would not go back to the Eastern Conference Finals. No. So I don't know why we keep talking about that team. Like they, 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 have a better, they have a better record right now. They have a better record. They right probably, they, are they going back to the Eastern Conference Finals? Was the question. Depending on who they play. If they play the Pistons, would they beat them? No. But that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. So they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Huh? They still might be Philadelphia. Just because that's just Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like They got... They got the players to match up with with, with any team. But I mean, no, they wasn't gonna be. But also, kind of going back to the, the statements that you know we've made in the past, and what Lando's kind of saying, we don't know what a full season, another full season without Kyrie Irving, what Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown would be right now, or Terry Rozier. Like you can see them playing at a certain level and say, "Oh yeah, this kid looked like a superstar." But this is a different thing from being there, They're actually going through the motions and saying, "Oh no, this kid is really good." So mm. for you to say, and I get what you're saying, you, I feel like you're looking at it from the perspective right now. Yeah, because that's the only way you can. That's what I'm saying. Like, because even at that position. to say he grew, I can't tell you that a team that's strictly led by Blake Griffin, and I know how ass Andre Drummond can be. I know how ass Reggie Jackson can be. Luke Kennard is in a bubble right now. This is his only real time playing is good. I can't say that I know for a fact that if Jason Tatum played the whole But they season, got Dwayne Casey, too. Yeah, uh, they got Brad Stevens, too. He ain't better than Dwayne Casey. I don't know that. And, and it's like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think we get caught up in this potential shit a little too much, bro. Because at the end of the day, the Lakers suck. The they still suck. suck. But they still young, though. That's that's the same. But, I'm saying, but being young and being like, like, we know young good niggas. Awesome. We know young good awesome. niggas, awesome. right? Awesome. I feel like we know a good player. Awesome. Next time, a good outside player. of Magic Johnson. I don't feel like Brandon Ingram is that outside good. Of Ma- outside of Magic Johnson. You give a nigga the ball. Of- no, you give a nigga the ball. Of- next time, he's going to score no, no, Outside of Magic play. Johnson, not too many first and second year players just lead their team to championships. It takes time. I mean, you still be talented. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's true. That's true. But he he won the finals MVP that year. Like that's that's true. One hundred percent not taking nothing away from. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like you said, that that's true, but that's the thing, man. Like, it, it takes young players time and years of battling to get better. I'm just saying, they so young, they would have still had a good year this year. Everybody would have been growing, and without Kyrie, the ball move would have been a lot better. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that's and I don't know, cause like I mean, it's a lot of stuff that go into NBA season. Like when you start thinking contract year, you won't know how Terry Rozier would reacted. Didn't know Kyrie Irving this year. Why Jay Thomas had a contract year though? <laughs> like huh? I mean, Isaiah Thomas thinking about his contract year and shit like that. When he, he was, was hooping, was, 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 that's what I'm saying. But if he was hooping it was super hard, it's like man. And then Marcus Morris, he also on a contract year. He trying to stay in the league, keep his shit together, at least make some decent money. It, it, a lot of shit can go hand in hand. I feel like my whole thing is is just Kyrie kind of want to go, and I feel like. He just need to start from, start from scratch. You need to figure out everything, and you get the direct like give Arena said with the big three. I know all the people I want because they ain't never want to shoot. Like that's what you need to figure out for Kyrie. Figure out some good defenders. Maybe one corner specialist is gonna hit some threes. Just let him build his own team because these niggas don't want to. Yeah, I, I think he probably gonna be with the Knicks or the Lakers next year. Yeah, I think he might go because I mean he don't. I don't think some niggas. It's probably the only thing that the real Kevin Durant says he didn't want to be a leader. 
Some niggas is not really leaders. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just, just because you good don't mean you're really a leader. Just because you're the best player on the team and make sure that you can lead men. Like, Kyrie Irving, not really a leader type guy. No, no. He a beta dog. And that's cool, but be a beta. Just be able to bust people ass when they ask you to, dog. I think that's the hardest thing. And and one of the things I think, like you said, I think you can commend Kevin Durant for is that he acknowledged that. He's like, look, bro, I'm. You can say I'm the greatest player in the league if you want. If that's how you feel, you can say I'm number two, number three, whatever you think. I'm one of the best players in the NBA in the world, but I'm just not a leader. And you shouldn't look at me like that. But I feel like that's the thing where he understood that because he never wanted to tell Russell Westbrook what to do. He just wanted Westbrook to do it. It wasn't like, hey, bro, I want to tell you, just do it. I'm angry because you're not doing the right thing. I feel like you should know. But Kyrie Irving, I feel like he was getting told what to do and was thinking, I know what to do. Yeah. And now it's a situation where it's like, man, maybe I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't. Maybe I didn't know. And that's the thing. Kyrie, he, didn't, he doesn't know what to do. He, you know, he take a lot of Kobe advice, man. Kobe put this in his head that he kind of got to be this certain type of guy. And he's just not that type of guy. It's not Kobe. And, then, and I think, and that's pretty much the... Niggas is getting rude awakenings this year. And I think that's, like, one of the major things that's going on in this basketball season. Like, you take it, you take it, stuff like, I mean, well, we watching Westbrook in them right now. They're losing. But it's like, this season, Westbrook had to realize. It was me. It was me. Maybe I got to let part. I mean, it was mellow. But it was also me. <laughs> Maybe I got to let part. I mean, going back to the Kevin Durant thing. <laughs> yeah. I think he realized, I kind of draw that nigga. Yeah. Niggas call him a bitch, but it was kind of nah, that yeah. game. That game six, man. That game six was tough. That's a tough one. That's a tough scene. But it's like, it's like he he don't realize. All right, let me let Paul George do his thing. Let's run all. Let's try a little bit. Run off into Paul George. And my tough shot kind of broke. Yeah, and I miss a lot of layups. Yeah, and I'm still clutch. I still get triple doubles. I still get dunk. I can do all that. But it's just easier for me if I just let Paul George just score. Yeah, and also Dennis Schroeder. Let these niggas do it, and then I just come in and help out. And then LeBron James. Rude awakening for that nigga. He he woke up, realized, oh, damn, niggas ain't coming to L.A. this year. <laughs> okay, this fuck. And I think <laughs> also woke up. up and my dad been saying that, that this nigga old as fuck. He, his body ain't reacting how he thought it was. He thought he was going to coast. He thought he was going to play. Now, Austin said it. They're going to play at that high-ass tempo. And I feel like that shit just wore him down way faster than he nah, expected. I, I mean, he looked, he looked good last night. I just think he got, he got hurt, and he was a four seed before that's he got hurt. That's what I'm saying. That's that's when did the nigga pop this girl up before then? It was an old man injury. When he got hurt. Got he got hurt and he thought, and that's the thing. When he got hurt, he was, he was like, all right, well, one of these young dogs going to step up. And then every night, they just kept, kept getting losing to the Bulls. And that was an easy stretch of games when niggas was losing, too. Yeah, and they the played Knicks it. and everything. Yeah, so it's like, but I, I also feel like that's kind of, I can't say LeBron. Whoever brought in, like, Lance Stevenson and KCP and them niggas, the reason why them young players didn't work was because they had the right veteran there. If they'd have had the right piece to say, all right, we're going to play like this tonight. Or just somebody keep the morale, keep the tempo right, it would have been different. Yeah. Having them other clowns with them is like, oh, shit, it's just a motherfucking circus for real. Like, I'm Brandon Ingram. I'm, we, we clowning out here. And that's I'm going to do what I want to do. Lance dancing. Got, he got sick with it, bro. He couldn't believe this shit was going on. He couldn't believe Lance dancing. He couldn't believe that a nigga like Paul George didn't come out there for real. Like, you really not going to come? Kawhi, you at Kawhi. So next year, huh? Anthony Davis, we trained up. Oh, damn. Didn't, didn't need him. Bro, I'm ruining them, nigga. With that, bro. He was just openly just. I love Anthony Davis too much. I don't think them niggas are getting ruined by that because I, I mean they probably that, did. That's a, that, that fuck with me. Uh, why? Because yeah, nigga, I'm, you your, be I'm your like nigga, I'm your yeah. teammate. Like okay, you want to be? No, you can't do that type. You like, gotta you do, do that, that to, 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 to Lance Stevens. I'm Kyle Kuzma, nigga. I'm averaging nineteen I mean, but it's, the, it's the NBA. Like you know, you can get traded. I know, but still, if, if you if you don't got a no trade clause, why would you ever think that you couldn't get? No, nah, but I'm saying as a as a teammate, <laughs> as a teammate and leader of the team, you supposed to make everybody feel like we all together. We go win. I mean, I'm pretty sure Brian do. Look, as long as y'all here, we hooping. But that's the same. That's the same. But the other few days, he was in the media, just kept talking. 
No, somebody asked him a bad. Somebody asked him a bad question. He just gave it a that bad answer. I'm gonna say this, and I've always told y'all this: LeBron James don't make mistakes when he's talking to the media. No, that person asked him like, "Do you think the playoff distraction is still a distraction?" He was like, "If you're thinking about that's a distraction, then you yeah, shouldn't." Be. That was a bad question. That's the type of answer he wanted to get. I mean, but that was a that he answered like the question. Said, what was the time he, he said? Oh, I haven't heard. The, I haven't heard the quote. When he stopped, he was like, yeah. oh, he don't make no mistakes when he talking to the media. He said what he said because he wanted to say that shit. If it was taken backhanded, he knew that was going to happen. But I'm saying he said that answering the question that was exact. Yeah. The, the exact question was, do you still think the playoff he, distraction is a distraction? He could have reworded it if he wanted to boost up their morale or make somebody feel good. He said it how he wanted to say it. But Because he, he was answering it to that guy. He wasn't answering yeah. about the Lakers. To be honest with you, I I think the Pelicans probably should have made the trade. Like, I'm not going to have nobody on my team don't want to be there. Yeah, that was dumb of them. Yeah, that was really stupid of them. I, I like Kuzma and them guys. If, that, if that's what they wanted, young guys like that, they probably would have beat the Lakers twice. <laughs> the last few weeks. They said they beat them the other day. I mean, they beat them the other day. And they, last night, it took yeah, LeBron to hit a deep-ass three, have an amazing game. I just feel like Del Dibs, he got wrapped up into the shit that the media is saying. Yeah, and what I was saying the other day, like or not the other day, but some podcasts back about like the possibility of the Knicks getting number one pick. And the Celtics like, bro, you, I can say some shit like that because I'm not in control of it. But you gotta make the best decision for you. And having a nigga that don't want to play for the rest is that stupid. Yeah, that's just no stupid. Like you don't even gonna sell tickets. Why would anybody want to go see the Pelicans play? Man, like, they playing twenty play. minutes, no fourth quarters. Like, bro, what's the point? Of yeah, this? no second or fourth quarters. <laughs> he just out there for a little run. It's like, and, it, and it's almost they gotta play him. Like they would just sit him out, but they gotta play him. And now he can get hurt. If I was AD, I just fake injury every game. Go to locker room. Fuck it. That nigga left. Left the whole building. That's the craziest <laughs> shit. That's almost up there with that nigga retiring at halftime. Monte Davis when he left for bills and shit. And that was funny. That wasn't. Nah, ain't nothing up there with that nigga. A nigga that just retired at halftime. That's historically funny. And the bills came. They came back. They had a good season. That motivated. No, good. But yeah, that definitely motivated them nigga. Look, y'all niggas too ass, though. But they weren't even the worst years. Yeah, he didn't overreact. No, I think he just was old and wanted to retire. And he was getting picked on. Yeah, I'm gonna take one more check. But then you get in that shit. It's like it's pride, like bro. Y'all niggas like this ass shit, huh? I don't fuck with that. He was. They was throwing at him. Um, well, that's about it because we covered everything else. I mean, talk about Kyler Murray, he got big hands. Uh, Kyler Murray at the combine measured five foot ten, so doing no drills, though. Not doing no drills, not doing no throwing. No, uh, hey man, save it for your pro day, come in there, weigh in, you know, and then get up out of there. But yeah, um, it's a lot of a lot of people, uh, definitely with the Cardinals pick on the Kingsbury coach, Kingsbury coach. He uh, he he said during his college season that he would take Kyler Murray. Number one, man. So, hey, now your foot to the fire, man. The GM is, they came out and said that Rosen is the quarterback for now. Yeah, for like right now, for like today. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the they could be trying to move him. Um, Johnny Manziel got released from the CFL. He's banned from the CFL. And a lot of people are saying that Vince McMahon and the, the Alliance Football League is uh, is uh, trying to lure him down, man. The Alliance League? The Alliance League and the XFL, man. I mean, it's up, it's up, whatever you want to do. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think he probably get paid the most during those leagues because in CFL can't nobody in the CFL song no more. No, nah, no, nah, but yeah, he probably get paid more in the XFL. You know, they are gonna try to make a splash and want to get headlines. So we see how that go. Um, Nick Foles, man, Nick Foles has been linked to the Jaguars. They said the Jaguars are really interested in Nick Foles. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so it definitely makes a lot of sense to get a, a veteran quarterback in there, a winner. Um, 
So, and oh, Jason Witten. Jason Witten is coming back, man. He's coming back. Out the booth. Yeah, what's up with that nigga, man? He weak as hell for that. He was ass in the booth anyways. No, nah, he was bad in the booth. I, I just think Jerry Jones was like, look, Jason, <laughs> it ain't working out. You can come back and play for me. I got something left, man. Yeah, you got something left. Uh, I mean, and like I said, the Cowboys had a hole at the tight end position. The only problem with Jason Witten was the separation. But, hey, if you can help out in the, in the running game, blocking and catching tough tough passes, it could, it could work out. And I think that is about – oh, um, it was a press press run this week for Canelo Alvarez and Daniel Jacobs. I cannot wait for this fight. Um, a lot of shit talking going back and forth. Um, definitely going to be uh, definitely going to be entertaining. That's going to be Cinco de Mayo, and it's going to be on his own. So, yeah, it's Austin's fake birthday. Yeah, man, that should be my real birthday. I should officially change it. Yeah, these days. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> like you said, I'm, right now I'm leaning more towards Jacobs, but hey, as the fight get closer, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, what else we got this week? The boxing had the. Jarrell Miller and Anthony Joshua have been going on the press run on Sway rapping against each other. It's just very funny talking about each other's mothers and shit like that. So they, they fight June 1st. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it on the, the fight shit. Oh, Tony Tony Harris. We didn't even talk about her. Okay, Detroit native. Detroit native. Oh, the girl. I sent you that, right? Yeah. yeah. We ain't been nice been hip there for a while. Yeah, okay. We're trying to get her on next month. Next okay. month is going to be like the month of the interviews. I got this template I'm going to send out to a bunch of people, try to get a bunch of people on. So what school she going to be able to listen to them on the podcast. I don't know what school she going to. I didn't look that far into Central it. Central Methodist. Um, okay. Okay. Let's Central Methodist. Let's go, uh, let's go Methodist, man. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm team. Hopefully she get to the AAF. The AAF need to start like that. We need to start like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the AAF, so Trey Everybody Richardson, got paid this week. Everybody got paid. Trent Richardson. Is ranked first in rushing touchdowns. Yeah, we got like seven. But he's ranked six in rushing yards yeah. out of eight teams, so he at the bottom of the league. Yeah, because he been um <laughs> he only got like two run. or four. Like I mean, one game where he had two touchdowns, forty three rushing yards. Yeah, did we? I didn't ask y'all. We got to get an AF team. We got to claim one. One that we gonna ride the rest of the season. With. I, think, I, different I, think I, I claim the Florida one. That's the Orlando. That's the one that got the nard of it. Yeah. Okay, which one? Be nice. You want? Cool. Which one you got? You going with that one? No, they gotta go to a different one. So that way, if they go to the playoffs, we got to send the roof off. Uh, I'm gonna go to the Baton. Which one is Trent Rouge? The Baton Rouge one? Uh, that's the Birmingham team. Yeah, I that's that's Trent Richardson. I, I want the one that's in San Diego. Okay. It's just fake Chargers. Fake Chargers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going fake Chargers. I'll go with Trent Richardson. Yeah. Oh, okay. he does. <laughs> I was gonna say the Chargers. A lot of Lions. A lot of Lion love on that one. He said he was going to the uh, to the Hall of Fame, Chargers. Like the NFL Hall of Fame. He gonna definitely be in the Lions Hall of Fame. Do you I think don't know about the NFL? <laughs> the all-time league touchdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Trevor? can go back into the NFL off this alliance? I I think he can get a look. No. I think he can get a look, but just because of Nick Saban, <laughs> just because of Nick Saban, uh, make a phone call or something, get him a look. I don't know how, how it's gonna work out, but you yeah, think Trevor can, can still do a forty? It's running backs. It's a hundred running backs that's gonna come out right now. Oh, no, CJ Anderson got a. a a comeback. Yeah, you think Trent better than C.J. Anderson? No, no. C.J. Anderson. Anderson was just a running back last year. Yeah. He got cut like in September and then he popped up. Trent Richardson a running back this when year. He, when he won the last time he was in the NFL? Four years ago? No, it was, like, it was like two years ago. I remember him running. To, he ran to the back of a Raider. Yeah, yeah, he hard in the Raiders. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> he came hacking for the Raiders, bro. Yes. I, I, I will say this, though. 
I would say this. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Trent Richardson get a get a shot though. I feel I like get a, get a the only shot. time you see people get shots back in the league is like when they've converted positions. I ain't gonna say that. We've seen a few people definitely throughout history that went to the CFL that had to come back down like one moon and shit like that. Like you see, you quarterbacks, see like that. but that's that's more so like them getting used to your play style, not your talent. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it just don't work out certain places. You gotta gotta go another league. Um, with Cameron Wake, had to go to CFL. Like it's you you can do it. You can do it and, and make a transition. So yeah, I, I think Trevor Richardson can uh, can get it going. Um, hey man, I've been watching a lot of and one uh, the last week, man. Me and Giles went back and watched the old and one mixtape DVDs, man. It brought back man. That is, is that, a good question. Escalate. Escalade is the rest in peace of Escalade, man. He was a classic. I'm going to go main event and Shane the Dribbling Machine. Because I remember watching them back in the 90s. And the, like, this is before they got on ESPN. Them two and Skip to My Lou, that was the tour. And them niggas used to just go to niggas' hoods and just, just play whoever was at the court. Like, that was cool. But um, as the years went on, though, I like Flash. I like, uh, I like 50 a lot. Spider was cool. Professor was always cool. Hot Sauce was just just an entertainer. It was cool. Like also said, Escalade was uh, Mark Jackson's younger brother. Skipping man. over, man, to me, two of the most pivotal people in my generation and one. Wasn't a long-standing member. He was in the background, but he was the smoothest cat on the show. Ali Moe. Ali Moe was funny. Ali Moe was a monster on the court. On on the court. And he, thought he probably was, outside of Skip to my loot, the best actual basketball player. I probably had to go with Bad Santa because he played at Georgetown. Yeah, Bad Santa went to yeah, Bad Santa went to But the rest of them niggas, Manny Van couldn't hoop. No, Manny Van went to Rutgers. He couldn't hoop. If it's just, if it's, uh, nice. could have been there. Yeah, fifty play college. Fifty was nice. And points. Aaron Owens, A O was a nasty yeah, motherfucker. He was a good point guard. He was man. a nasty motherfucker. Good guard. Good the guard. lobs he was throwing was ridiculous. Good guard. So man. I feel like A O was the guy, and then along the lines, I don't know. I think it was just my dad liking him, and then I like big guards. And they went to Baltimore. Silk was a smooth guy. Silk was smooth. Then like, hey, Detroit Love Springs was was Dang. definitely the guy. Hey. I think I think because I grew up around Springs, being at Peterson, I just seen him too much to where it was like when he got there, it was like I seen this nigga do sweet shit in the hood. But you know what, bro? He could really ball, man. Now if Springs was really, actually hooping. Yeah, if he if he could have went to like a, a college somewhere, man, he he definitely Springs was turning the end one up. Like, he it. wasn't out there trying to fuck around. Oh. He was really getting buckets. So I was scoring like forty points, man. So man, hey, I, like I said, I've seen I've seen Springs dunk on relatives of mine. I have seen him just do crazy yeah. dunks at Peterson. I seen way better shit in the hood from Springs than he was on that one. He just was scoring. But he took over the N one though. When he got there, he definitely took over. When he got there, it was just like him and and Baby Shaq. Yeah, Baby Shaq. Hey, but yeah, shout out to N one, man. That's it. That's it. That's it. Hundred percent. All right, man. Appreciate everybody listening, man. Don't forget to listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. If you missed the whole live show, I ain't tweet out a bunch of links today. Cause I just felt like it was a little bit more straightforward, man. We were just, you know, just we were just chilling out, hanging out. Hope you guys enjoy nice hanging out, cool chilling out with us. Yeah, man. Outside of school, March Madness coming out, man. We're going to try to get a bunch of interviews going on for this March Madness. So, hey, stay into that. Uh, for niggas, we get paid t- tomorrow. We get paid three times this month. So, run that check up. All right, y'all boys. Take it easy. Mm, that's what's up, getting paid three times this month, though. It's going to be a good month. Uh, you want to do the throne shit right now? Or? Uh, yeah, we can do that.